Hello, beautiful lady, and welcome back to the Girls Get Confident podcast. This week, we are sharing part two of our catch-up we had with Bridget from Trusting Vulnerability. If you have not listened to part one, pause this, go back, listen to the previous episode because... There is so much goodness in there. In part one of this episode, we speak a lot about career and about wanting to change your career path and how you might go about that, especially if you're having internal conflicts with yourself. You know, um, I've definitely been in that position before where my identity has been so tied to a career that I need to do the work myself before I can actually let go of that career and move on. Even though I know it's something I really want to do, I just don't want to be left with this sense of identity crisis, leaving this job and having not done that in a work before. So this week we are talking more about the relationship side. So less about the career, more about your home life. Bridget shares an amazing tool. She calls it Biggie Smalls. Listen out for that. It is so good. We're telling you how you can validate your feelings and why that's important in your relationships. Also, communication in your relationships. That is so, so big. If there was ever one piece of advice, communicating and learning how to do it in a way that you feel safe and that what you were saying is being heard in the way that you are aiming for it to be heard. So there is so much goodness inside this episode. I'm going to stop talking now. Let's get into it. This podcast was created for women who want to grow their confidence and make themselves a priority so they can get their life back. I'm Janelle and this is the Girls Get Confident podcast. Welcome to the show. You are clearly massive on communication. That is and a massive part of the work that you are doing with people. Now, I want to dive into this deeper because for me, I also believe that communication is everything. Now, my partner and I have a few of our couple friends right now who are going through a really tough time in their relationships. And they are all in one way or another confiding in both my partner and I. And a lot of what I'm hearing, I believe, could be solved by speaking to each other, right? Like getting into vulnerability and speaking to each other. But I've noticed that people find it really hard to articulate those words or the emotions that they're actually feeling of what's going on inside. Mm. Even if it means a relationship might end because you can't, you can't get real with yourself and and be able to share that with the person you love the most. What would you say about that? And, you know, is there any advice that you could share that might help any person who's going through any type of relationship difficulties at the moment? Definitely, I think speaking, you know, from even my own relationships, particularly my relationship with myself, Mm. um, relationships, um, even with others, are the biggest mirror. Mm. And I think it brings out your own perhaps things you haven't looked at in yourself and all of that so I think first giving yourself the grace for you get to look at these things if you want to and you don't have to and you know there's there is always a choice and so you know when you're looking at those things that maybe aren't working relationship when you start to think it's a breakdown in the communication not a breakdown in the relationship mm, epic place to start totally it starts to like externalize and I think I don't know why but intuitively that brings up you know Brené Brown defines the difference between shame and guilt as shame being I am a mistake whereas guilt is I've made a mistake yes it kind of feels that same parallel here like especially within relationships um when you can start to look at the communication that more like that's kind of the mistake not like something about the human connection you have between you two is 
the mistake because that's more where that that shame lies like you know I'm doing something wrong or they're doing something wrong and you know in communication you never want to shame someone else it just doesn't win for anyone and I mean yeah, a, a lot of epic people in the post space support that so it's like how can you check in where you're wanting to either shame yourself or the other person in that relationship and how can you kind of zoom out and do whatever it takes you to zoom out so for me that's being in nature that's mm. walking that's mm. surfing all that jazz get your perspective so that then you can choose your perspective and a perspective that really helps me is choosing what's a breakdown in our communication like what do we get to look at there and um how can we actually see that quite objectively Mm. and I think something really important for me is I always thought why talk about emotions and stuff you know growing up because it's like so subjective and it's like it's not even my experience to be shared or whatever all of that jazz but when you can start to look at how to share emotions really clearly and objectively mm. by having a way to talk about them, then you can apply that to a talking about the communication is quite objectively. And that's what then the relationship is the outcome of ever communication, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? It mm-hmm. doesn't really go the other way around. So mm-hmm. um, often that communication is in non-verbals as well. But mm. that's you know, another conversation. But I think the biggest thing is start from get your perspective and however that that is for you know what you want to feel and then choose that you know what's what's not working in the communication with you both and perhaps you could even start looking you know how does that communication pattern actually show up in other friendships and relationships or even with yourself because it's actually really scary to start your relationship when you've got so much and I'm talking about intimate relationships in Mm. that context but when you've got so much emotional attachment there it's like Mm. start to take that perspective that actually you're the common denominator in all of your other relationships and friendships. Like you could start in one that doesn't feel so confronting and like, you know, play around in that arena of what could be better in my communication, then apply that and cross that over to your intimate relationship. But mm-hmm. it's it's realizing, you know, everything is interconnected and then you're mm-hmm. allowed to be. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier because the work you do on yourself then shows up in all relationships, not like isolated to each experience. Yes. Makes it easier, right? Absolutely. That just makes me think of the quote that I mentioned to you before we started uh, recording, which is how you do anything is how you do everything. Like every single part of your life is intertwined in some way, shape or form, whether you know it or not. So that also goes back to what you said before about those themes, you know, and, and choosing what area you want to focus on is absolutely going to help benefit those other areas too. So I love that. Like if the relationship seems like it's too big, too scary to go there, you can go there with other relationships or other areas of your life with the intention of knowing that you you can relate this and and pass this through to your relationship and helping it's the access that point get, right yeah absolutely yeah. and it's like choose an access point comes kind of comes back to that same thing I'm, I'm quite big on it's like choose an access point that feels safe and comfortable at the moment like like one that validates that you already are enough and you can do, you have the capability to do something about it. And, and then it will grow your confidence and self-trust in yourself to then show up really powerfully and, you know, in the other relationships. And I think it's all a part of that building that self-trust muscle that you actually do have everything you need to do whatever you want to do. It's about choosing you know, what empowers you and what, what makes the process easier for you. Because um, you want to feel alive during the process. I was listening to someone the other day, it was a podcast like, it's it's not about the arrival it's about you know the journey so when mm. you're trying to just focus on that what the outcome is it's you know the beauty is an experience of the journey so choose one that feels fun <laughs> don't put that pressure I know I put so much pressure on myself previously with relationships that I need to you know show up the best right now and sometimes I forget that like your access point is actually sometimes elsewhere as well and um 
take an abstract look on it. Why not? And I think you said, how do how you do things? How you do everything? I think how you be anywhere is how you be everywhere as well. And then oh. you can start to come from that. That's yes. quite cool. Yes. I was doing a woman's circle the other day in Topoa and in a woman's circle, we go around in a circle and every single person shares what's coming up for them. And we have a theme and it's, Honestly, it is magic. Like the transformation these ladies have had just from coming along for a few months, plus the I transformation mean. I myself have had, because as a facilitator, you have to share too, right? You can't expect people to be open and vulnerable if you're not also open and vulnerable. So one of the ladies the other day, she was sharing this story about feeling guilty for not having her shit together. And then she would you know, her access point was actually finding what you said before about that confidence. And like, you know, that is not true. Like I do not need to have my shit together and I am perfectly fine the way I am. This journey is exactly what I meant to be on. And she said to us, my mess is my message. And I'm leaning into that. And I was like, I am never going to forget that you said that I've heard that before, but it didn't land as much as it did when you just said that right now, my mess is my message. And, you know, like, there is just so much power in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so much yeah and I think it's um it kind of starts to create that like perfection is imperfection you know that thing as well so I think I really love that my mess is my message and I think that's um the only thing that can allow you to continue growing is when you show up in the mess like mm-hmm. you know emotional I talk all about emotional expression and you know the leaps and bounds I make about my own emotional expression every day is still mind-blowing Like I'm mm. so in the arena like for as long as I try and step back and like tell other people what to do I'm like Bridge what, what are you what are you up to like you, that's not your why mm. like your why is to mm. exp- you know keep experience more of your emotions so that others get the permission to as well and I think when mm-hmm. you show up in the mess that's what people get to feel like they're alongside you not that they're trying to follow you and you're so far ahead of them it's like how can you hold each other's head you know I love the idea of women's circles they are they've been the best thing for myself like I was craving connection and I just felt so isolated like I I work from home I genuinely barely ever leave my house like I signed up to the gym for the purpose of leaving my house for half an hour a couple times a week you know like I I I needed connection I was craving it and that's when I started researching like what can I create to solve that for myself and Mm. in that I reminded myself like you are not alone you are never alone you're never the only person having those feelings or those emotions there's other people out there who are feeling the same way so much so that I've gone from doing one circle at my home in Mamaku Bay of Pliny to now doing three circles per month. And um, the interest is growing so fast that soon I'm hoping I can do two events in each city. So that'll go from three of three mm-hmm. locations to, you know, six events across three locations and then expanding out to more locations. And it's, like I said, the, the, the magic of coming together and sharing and, and realizing that, you know, what you've experienced in your life creates power for you. And it, it, it doesn't need to burden you or be anything to shame or to hide about. It's like you, that's, if you can lean into that, that's how you can grow and, and move forward. And honestly, every, every month, I literally get a testimonial at the end of every session. Okay. So right now um, I'm going to read you one. Oh, please. And read it slowly. <laughs> I want to like bask in this. Okay, okay. My <laughs> I'll put my sexy X radio voice on. Thank you for facilitating a space for healing. The difference in me since the last circle has been incredible. And it's because I could let 
the top off. This journey got started when I did it. Thank you. Like by top off, she means coming to the circle and just crying and sharing and letting it all out. And that's what we need to do. It is so freaking magical. Honestly, if you have space in your life, Bridget, to create a circle, do it. Like it'll help you, you know, and it'll help you as much as it helps the ladies or the people who come along and share. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting with that. Like what comes through me and my, me and my best mate over summer, we started doing this thing where we do like our pleasant and unpleasant surprise of the day. And then we do this thing called biggies, which yeah. is like, we call it biggie smalls. <laughs> it's real random. So it's essentially five things that we get to share with each other that it's called biggie smalls. Cause we'd usually call them as like small things that don't matter that we kind of invalidate kind of like on our mind. Mm. Yeah. That we make big and they stay in our mind and we kind of just suppress them. So our rule is we share these five things and the other person, all they get to do or say is just like valid, valid, valid. Mm. You just get to mm. validate, each, mm. validate each other so much. And you're not allowed to ask any questions and make yep. any comments. Mm-hmm. And it just gets to be this epic space. We've got this context that like, take that top off and share Mm. and we are both just astounded by how freeing it is like every night we still call because I moved away from away from home now and um, we still call every night and do our biggies and our unpleasant pleasant surprise but it just takes the top off every single night like we have a practice now that I have the space I get to share anything sometimes I'll share like oh I've got a blister on my foot and sometimes I'll share that like I'm so stressed that I don't even know what I'm doing with my business so I've got this massive continuum but that's entirely irrelevant to how valid it is because it's all what we feel and what's on top for us and that's just been the coolest thing and yeah we still do that every night and now I've found my ability when someone else tells me something that's on top for them Mm. my instinct to try and fix or try and help them is delayed at least 10 seconds like I just have so much clearing to be able to just be like that is so valid let's make that even more valid for you like keep Mm. talking Mm. and Mm -hmm. that's been Mm -hmm. a really cool muscle to start to build is you know no one needs fixing like everyone has their own answers they just want to be heard and seen and and, and felt so Mm -hmm. yeah that's been a really cool practice for me um my little I suppose woman's circle that I do on the daily but can't wait to get more women involved in that to hold that space for everyone that collective energy I bet you experience the collective energies quite oh, a lot. it is it, yeah. all I can say is it's magic like that that is the the best word or the best way I can articulate it is yeah something just happens and you feel different when you leave you know so yeah. it is oh, I love it I would love to do them every single night of the week you know they might be yeah. so happy oh, I have right. a couple more You've questions for you yeah <laughs> I have a couple more questions for you before we let you go. Um, so we've already discussed that you're big on communication. You work quite a lot in the place of communication within workplaces. I'm really big on communication and relationships. How do the communication skills that you teach for workplaces cross over into relationship building as well? Yeah, I, I love that question so much because the more I'm doing work in workplaces, one, the more I realize the work that people want to do in workplaces, they actually want to be able to take that home. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to communicate mm-hmm. better at home. And that's often mm-hmm. the most important thing to them is their dinner table conversations or their whānau and their community. And I think the more that I'm starting to realise, even for me, with particularly with relationships, start at home, like start at, and whatever at home you choose, you know, what does that mean to you? But for example, for me, um, a lot of the teams and, you know, calls I'm on with teams of potential work with them, like, 
I get most excited and they connect most with when I get to share my own story about sharing emotions, even with my family or my friends or, you know, other workplaces, because it starts to draw in the humanness of what we're trying to create in workplaces is actually just how we can be more human and how we can then obviously show up more powerfully and more authentically and mm-hmm. have better, better KPIs, better output. But it's actually all about how you're working on like, you know, your input and being able to actually sh- shine more of you. Mm-hmm. So my big thing is actually, you know, start at home with, start at the closest to you with in terms of communication stuff um, and how much more personal you can make it that, when I'm on calls with leaders these days, my biggest judgment that I try and make, if I try to make any judgment, is how human are they? And being always the ones that are the most human, the ability to have a normal conversation with me, they're the ones I'm like, they're the best leaders. And you see what they're doing. You're like, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just trying to bring personality to, to workplaces. And um, the biggest thing is the relationship conversation. Mm. And it's being able to give everyone in workplaces the access to be able to, I suppose, just think they are applying it to their work or whatever at start and then allow them to connect the dots that that actually what they get to take home because that's the big picture for them and, and for everyone. We all just want that sense of belonging, whether that's at, you know, at home, at work, on the sports field, whatever, mm. it's all interconnected. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to communicate that we are the same person everywhere. Mm. So choose yes. more sharp you more because it, a workplace is an epic opportunity you're there most of your day so how can we make it more like a a personal space to actually thrive and have that kind of personal development so that you get to be more for the people you go home to as well like mm-hmm. so that's yeah that's my big driver and um, I think the biggest thing for me is learning how to actually share my own personal experience and story with that and mm. even for my work I've been walking the walk a lot more recently by doing you know, the emotional culture tech stuff with my own whanau, all of my flatmates, my friends. So like those contexts for powerful emotional conversations are there. So mm-hmm. I'm actually standing on a strong foundation to then offer it to workplaces because, yeah, it's really important to be congruent, you know, I think in all areas. And I'm so excited for the teams that get to come to a workshop and think it's just their workplace communication and, and start to see the really impactful stuff that happens at work that, as well at home because that's the that's the deep stuff that's fun yeah well think about it right like if you're not if you've had an argument in your home life um or if you're not getting on with your partner you cannot excel at work because Mm. home you know your relationships are such a big part of you that you can't like we all like to think we can compartmentalize and that is a skill that you can grow and you know alongside with emotional intelligence and i've i've been very fortunate to focus on um practicing that in my own life but there's no way you can 100% uh, separate them out just like if you've had a bad day at work or you've had an argument with your boss or you haven't gotten what you want you can't help but have that in some way shape or form spill out into your personal life so having those tools to be able to have um, you know those two areas in particular of your life humming along and and the um, ways in which you could articulate um you know, how you're feeling or what you're going through to be able to like express that and, and be validated. That's so important. And like the, the most important validation is from yourself. So being yes. able to have that conversation with yourself, that's the common denominator. Totally. And yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just quite exciting when you can start to see, you know, the links and I'm really big on boundaries and really big on, you know, work life balance. Like I do agree with that. And I agree with that from the context that's like, 
you show up with different skills at work and at Mm -hmm. home often, or you show up with different things you do. Um, But the thing that is really powerful to communicate is still be able to acknowledge that you're a human in both places. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I've had those kind of centered conversations with emotions really powerful to establish your boundaries are even better by being able to talk about emotions. It's not like I'm bringing my personal life to work by being able to talk about my emotions. You don't have to give all the details. No. Acknowledge that you're feeling stressed. You can acknowledge that you're feeling sad. You, it's completely your choice how much you share and mm. to be honest that's not actually the part people connect with the most they only connect with the emotion so you can mm. stop after that and oh. that's the difference between empathy and sympathy anyway so keep your privacy by talking just about the emotion you don't have to share the details because yes. people compare experiences and that just it doesn't even work anyway no it doesn't <laughs> so it's like it's being able to draw the personal boundaries like particularly I think between work and life is stimulus like these Mm. days I have so much offline time like when I try and leave my work like I leave my work and I try to leave my phone like I'll go a couple of hours walk in the bush like Mm. that those sorts of things that work Mm. for me it's more establishing those boundaries in terms of stimulus and different skills but I'm still the same person that now I can share my emotions at both in both spaces I mean I talk about emotions as a job but Mm. I know I would have been comfortable to do that in my old job as well now Mm. this is such a wicked conversation and Honestly, I could just keep talking to you for so long. We have to get you back on again. Um, I have one question to finish off because I know that you're about to get kicked out of your co-working office that you're in right now. Um, so the last question I want to hear from you is, um, what is the biggest piece of advice that you've ever been given or you know, that comes to your mind in this moment and why? <laughs> this is... Um... This is so annoying because intuitively this is coming through. It was something that when I was really stressed um, at one point in first year uni, I think it was my brother or a friend told me like, Bridge, like I'm here to help you and I'm here to do whatever you need, Mm. but you're the only one that can, you know, help yourself right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And actually hearing that at the time, I mean, I didn't really have the perspective that that was the right thing. Mm. But now looking back, that is the best advice. All of the development that I've had has been from realizing that I already have all the answers within and it's been allowing other people to help me see them. Mm -hmm. But it's been really validating that um, realizing that I'm the only one that really knows my own answers and how can I listen to myself more, my intuition more. Um, And then my biggest evolution over the last year is how can I let others let me listen to me more and I think that's you know being by sharing emotions or that jazz so everyone knows actually where I'm at like mm. I'll write down all my emotions sometimes just send it to my family now and they're like yes Bridge, we know what's up but yeah that advice now with the perspective I have that like you have all the answers to help yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and others can also help you on that journey but mm. um just validated that you actually you've got it mm. and um, for me that's been so important realizing that um yeah we, we know everything and it's all about um, the journey that you get to share with others on the way that's yeah really important but yeah <laughs> you're so powerful on your own and even more with other people Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing. Uh, If you want to go and find more from Bridget, you can find her on Instagram. I'm going to link everything inside the bio so that you can just go and straight away, click the links and go and follow her. Um, If you are in a workplace that might get value, every workplace will get value from this. But if you're in a workplace that would love to do a workshop with Bridget all on trusting your vulnerability, absolutely go onto her website and get in touch with her. Thank you so much, my beautiful friend. This has just been an incredible incredible chat i love it can't wait for more there you have it beautiful that is part two of our podcast episode with the 
awesome, honestly, amazing chick, uh, Bridget from Trusting Vulnerability. I loved our conversation so much and I cannot wait to get her on again and see how far she has progressed, how much her confidence has grown even more, how much more she's lent into trusting her vulnerability and the amazing work she is doing out there in the world. If you loved this chat and you want to go follow Bridget, you can see the links to her Instagram and her website in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You are amazing. I hope that you have taken some value that you can now action in your life and take with you into the week ahead. If you ever need support, I'm always here for you. You can find me on Instagram, girlsget underscore HQ, or check out my website, girlsgethq.com. There is so much goodness in the world for you. Have an amazing week, my friend, and I'll catch you back here very soon.